Hello, and welcome to my first time at yoga. I'm your host, Lisa Simpson. Let's dive in. Hello, and welcome. I'm Lisa from Yoga with Lisa and the Rebellious Love Project. And I'm so excited because I have my good friend and yoga teacher, with me here today, Lindsay Barron from Medicine Hat. And we're gonna talk all about her first time at yoga, because that's so fun, and other fun things too, but we're gonna start with um, your first time at yoga. So first off, tell me a little bit about yourself. What do you do, where do you teach, all that kind of good stuff. Okay, well, I live in Medicine Hat, Alberta. I grew up in Saskatchewan, but moved here to go to college. Um, I've been teaching yoga for mm, a year and a half, a little bit more. Um, I've been teaching at a little place called Wellness Solutions in Medicine Hat. Um, they allowed me to use their space to teach yoga, and so I've been growing my little yoga tribe for the year and a half now. Um, I also teach a class at the YMCA um, on a Wednesday night, so dabbling here and there, but I also do a lot of little private classes too, like pick up stuff at the park and a little bit of kids yoga too, and have been sharing some yoga through my school because I teach elementary school here in the city as well, um, and so I've been bringing some yoga to kids too. And I will add that Lindsay also has a TV show, a yoga TV show oh, yeah. on Shaw TV <laughs> that is probably airing right now. Right. Um, so if you have Shaw TV, check it out because it's awesome. I had a few episodes and Lindsay has some episodes. It's really great. Yeah. Um, right. So, yeah. So tell me about the first time you went to yoga. Tell me when it was, how long ago how you felt, all that good stuff. Well, I kind of have like two first times that I that come to mind. My very first time going to yoga and my second first time going to yoga were very different. Um, so the very first time I went was like a decade ago, I think. And I had just, um, had just moved to the city, was sort of reinventing myself I had just met a new man who is now my husband but back then you know he was just a new boyfriend and I just wanted to be part of something kind of cool and trendy like I always listened to cool music and I kind of thought I was a little bit um you know hip and different from the people I grew up with so I wanted to try something cool and trendy and I thought that that would fit my image of what I was trying to become um so I wasn't really connected to yoga itself that time around like it was exercise and it was kind of fun and it was different and I got to say that I did yoga and so that was kind of the drive um, for that and so I did a couple of sessions through a studio in town and then kind of fell off because I just wasn't connected to it I was like well yeah I tried it I could say it but that was it um, it wasn't for a few years like probably five years before I came back again and my cousin drugged me along <laughs> and drugged me like that's mm. the feeling I had I was drug along I showed up in like pants and a t-shirt to a hot yoga studio because I knew nothing right and yeah. I was like oh man I don't belong here like instant panic attack like this isn't happening but after that I was I remember being moved like to tears 
because I was having so much anxiety in my life and so disconnected from myself. So after that class, then I was hooked. And then especially after meeting you, Lisa, at that studio, then I just felt like, you know, I had known you from a lifetime before. And so then I was hooked. Awesome. <laughs> so kind of two different two different reasons. Like the second time around, I was like, yeah, I really need some help with stress. And, you know, everyone says that yoga will help. And so I guess I'll try it. But that's when I really got hooked and connected to it. And that's what led me now to teacher training and becoming an instructor because I know how much it helped me. Um, so that's kind of where that ended up. Awesome. Yeah. So good. And it's funny because the more people I talk to about this, the more I realize that almost all of us have two first times going really? to yoga. Because we have a first time that was kind of like yours, like maybe not ideal. And yeah. then if we were brave enough to try it again, then we kind of count that second first time as more of our real first time. Mm -hmm. That's the time yeah. that like really led us into loving yeah. and doing yoga, which is so awesome. Yeah, I so agree. tell me a little bit um, more, you touched on it a little bit, but tell me a little bit more about how yoga has kind of impacted your life. Oh, major. Um, I have generalized anxiety disorder and it was undiagnosed for most of my adult life. Like I've only been treating it now for a couple of years. Um, so having yoga as a treatment option basically was really, really helpful because I was able to really tune in to my body and work on breathing techniques and slowing down and um, an exercise in a positive way because you know sometimes they you could get easily caught up in that like I have to work out forever and so it was just really positive um, now what was that question again I got just how it's impacted your life ah, yes okay well now I have sort of taken on this mission to bring yoga to non-yoga people because I remember being really um, scared sometimes because there's all these like these yoga people and and they're talking about things that I don't really understand and I don't always know if I fit in that because I'm trying to be a Christian too and so I don't really know how that works and there were all these people who seemed to know how to do all this stuff and they could stand on their heads. And I was like, here I am the chubby girl in class. Like, I don't know what's going on. So it's impacted me because I've met women along the way who can do these things, mm. who aren't the typical skinny body and who can still benefit from yoga. And I now I'm trying to bring yoga to the people like me. And so that's what I've been getting from my yoga tribe lately is I have women in their 50s. I have women in their 20s. I have skinny women. I have larger women. I have all kinds of people in my tribe who are like, I can do it here because it's safe. And yes. so when I felt that way, especially going to your classes and through your studio, that really empowered me to say, like, I need to continue this. Mm -hmm because these women need me. And I thought for a while I was playing kind of small, like well, I could I could get 10,000 followers and I could be this super yogi, but I don't need to right now. Like I need to serve these women who need a place to feel the way I feel. 
that they can improve their bodies and they can connect to their breathing in a safe place. So that's really what has impacted me the most is like just doing it, like not waiting until tomorrow when I'm 10 pounds lighter or whatever, like this is right now and I can connect to the body that I have at this moment and still feel awesome. So that's been, and just the, that's been a big part is just move, just move and feel good and don't care about the rest of it. So good. So, so good. It like makes me like a little bit almost emotional because I know exactly what you're talking about. This idea we have to try to fit into something and, and it makes me sad in the fact that like so many people don't go to yoga because they worry about being the chubby girl or the fat girl or the one who can't bend over to touch her toes or not having the right clothes whatever that even is but like we have all these things that we think we need to have we have all these ideas that we think we need to have these certain things in place before we actually go and try a yoga class and so having more people teaching yoga to you know the real like everyday person who maybe has never been to yoga or they're nervous or whatever having those classes available is so so important because we need it. We need representation of all bodies, not just the the curvy girls, but also not the, you know, conventional Mm -hmm. um, yoga body that we tend to see more of. So it's just, it's so amazing. And it's so, and just, it's so great. I feel like in my city, especially like there are some amazing yoga instructors but there just isn't that niche of just non-yogi yoga. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I always tell people. That's how I identify myself. I'm like, I'm the least yogi yogi ever. But it's a, it's a niche that needs to be filled. And I feel like right now this is the place for me. And It's, it's so amazing. And really, yoga is exactly what you're doing. You don't have to be a certain thing. Mm-hmm. Yoga is just when you meet on your mat, right? Like right. yoga is literally just showing up on your mat and being there for yourself and being there and connecting. Sorry, my dog's really going crazy. In the background. <laughs> I also love that your house. That's okay. <laughs> but my husband's there. He'll get it. So yeah, yeah, it's really amazing. Now, have you ever had any um, experiences that kind of shaped? the way that you teach maybe not so positive experiences going to other, and I mean, uh, we're not going to call anything out here. No, no. Like other classes, other studios that maybe yeah. made you feel um, like, ugh, and so now you kind of teach in a way. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've been to some, yeah, to some classes where I felt like I couldn't use the body that I had. Um, so there weren't a lot of room, there wasn't any room for modifications. There wasn't any room for doing things my way. Um, I remember one moment, it was just a little thing that probably, you know, it came from the right place and it just wasn't, it wasn't meant to be malicious or have any negative effect on me, but I will never forget. Um, I took a class, it was a karma class from a student who was learning And um, we were in Shavasana at the end of the class. And I often will 
bend my knees, right? Because my lower back gives me some grief when I extend fully on a flat surface. And I had my knees bent. And I remember this instructor just came and gently straightened my legs. And I was like, why? Why? Why did you do that? You know, and so I just had this moment of like, no, now I'm uncomfortable. And no, so I put my legs back. But why? Like, I just never forgot that. Like, who cares if my legs are straight or not? Like, it doesn't matter. There's not a rule book of like, it made me feel better. So after that, that sort of planted that seed of like, why should people be uncomfortable? And so I really make it my mission to teach challenging, fun yoga for literally everyone. I have, I do my best to have modifications along the way and I make it normal. Mm. Right? Here's step one. How does this feel? If you want a little bit more, here's step two. Try this out. If that feels good, stick there. If you want a little bit more, here's step three. And I do my best to do that all the time and normalize. Like you are in a bubble, you are on your mat, you don't have the same body as the person next to you. So just cut that crap out and do what feels right for you. And I I sometimes think I sound like a broken record because, well, this doesn't feel good, do something else or find what feels right and do this if it works for you. But that's the truth. You know, and I normalize it too. I'm like, okay, well, we're going to try this. I can't do it to the full expression of the pose, but here's my version and try it. And then if you want to go further, here's what it could look like if you have long enough arms or whatever, right? And so, you know, like birds of paradise, I can't do the full expression. Like my arms are too short and my legs are too thick. It's just (laughs) not going to happen. But last night I taught it in class and I said, if you can, here's what it could look like and try it. And a couple women could, and others are like, how on earth do you do that? Like, I don't know. I can't. (laughs) And so you just normalize it. Like you can still, I find sometimes too, that beginner yoga can be so easy, you know, and just, you don't feel fulfilled. You don't feel like Mm. you worked hard. And that shouldn't be the case either. Like I think women should be allowed to come and work their ass off if they want to. And so I try to make my challenging classes for everyone. Everyone can get a good sweat on at their own level. And just that little tiny moment of straightening my legs was like, no, that's not happening in my class. So it's amazing. Just one little second has carried through and Yeah. So that's what I really try to work for. And I'm noticing that women are responding to that. They keep coming back. My little tribe has grown from five to 12 and more. And, you know, I've, I'm up to over a hundred followers on my little page, which doesn't seem like a lot, but it is like, it's exciting, you know, and people are responding to my little, my little thing. I make it affordable. It's easy to come and just be who you are. So Absolutely. And back you to know. your, back to your, um, about like how everyone is allowed to kind of do it at their own pace. I, I have adopted the bus analogy. I'm sure I didn't create it. Someone else, I'm sure I don't know who, but the bus analogy where we're all yeah. on one bus, right? Everyone in the class is on one bus and we're going to have different stops along the way. Now you yeah. wouldn't stay on the bus past your bus stop. You would get off the bus when it's your turn to get off the bus. And so that gives people the freedom 
yeah. to be where they need to be and to get off the bus when it's right for them. And some days you're going to get off the bus earlier than other days yeah. because yep. every day is different. And when, so the bus analogy really works and people get it because they're like, oh, well, yeah, I wouldn't stay on the bus past my bus right. stop just because she is or whatever, you know, you right. get off. Yeah. So it's Absolutely. so, yeah, it's, it's a great little analogy and it's so important because I know for me, um, a lot of the studio classes I've been to, I was never afforded the opportunity no. to, my options were you do it or you take child's pose. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and ego takes over, like you don't want to do child's pose and then you end up leaving feeling like crap. Like, yeah. Or you injure yourself or yes. you, like you just end up hurting yourself or pushing further than, and then you're not in your body at all. You're just all up here, mm -hmm. right? You're not even paying attention to what your body needs or wants because you haven't been given permission right, to do that. And not only given permission, but basically told it's your responsibility mm -hmm. to do what your body needs you to do and to right. stop when you need to stop. And without giving people the modifications or the chances along the way, it doesn't even have to be a modification, but it's like we that progression of a pose, mm. that progression of a practice where we can start to, you know, we all start at the same place and then we can add on and then we can add mm. on and then we can add on. And, you know, without doing that, people don't even know that there's other options. So it's right. like all or nothing, which is yeah. so unfortunate. So, yeah. I mean, it's amazing that you give your people the opportunity to experience everything that their body can do on any given day because that's really yeah. what we need to be doing with you well, and it affords them the opportunity to see their growth mm -hmm. because if it's the all or nothing then like side plank for example like that's hard mm -hmm. and if you can't do a full expression of side plank then you do nothing like yeah <laughs> Who's benefiting, right? Whereas if you can do side plank with your knee down and then do side plank with that little half step kickstand top leg and then people see like, oh, a couple months ago I had to have my knee down, but now I don't. And you won't progress if you just are like, I can't do side plank. Then it's, then the journey ends. Then we just don't do it at all. Like that doesn't make sense to me. Like who cares if you can lift your top leg? Like I'm not there yet, but that's what I'm working on because I've done the steps. Mm -hmm. So it just makes sense. And I don't know why we don't all teach that way, but I guess if you don't think you need to, or you don't know, then you don't. Well, you and don't I think, I think I know that um, most yoga <laughs> teachers just aren't taught how to teach a class to a wide range of bodies. Right. Um, you know, you go to many, many classes. If you look at almost all of the yoga teacher trainings that you could do, they're all led by conventional bodies mm -hmm. and mostly white people too, right? Mm -hmm. Like, let's just be truthful. Yeah. And they're all, you know, conventional size. They're the people that yeah. five years ago were the only people you'd see in yoga journal magazine. Right now it's getting better, but up until five years ago, we didn't see anyone that wasn't, you know, a right. stick figure and uber flexible. Yeah. So like to the point of like, Ooh, like, so, bad. yeah, you look at those, um, instructors who are teaching yoga teacher trainings. They have no experience leading classes with different shaped bodies. So they're right. not even training their right. instructors yeah, to do that. Yeah. Right. Not so now, 
now, I mean, it is getting better. We have many more um, yoga classes and yoga teachers that are teaching, you know, yoga for everybody and accessible yoga and diversity because we're starting to realize that, you know, when I walk into a studio and I'm the only girl, you know, who's bigger than a size six or eight, you know, that's, that's kind of a problem. Bless you. So we Thank just you. are missing that representation and it's really important to be able to teach to it. And I think that's why we end up having stories where people go to yoga once and they never go back. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. And I just love, I love you sharing your story with me. It was great. Thank awesome. you for giving me the opportunity because I think the more that we share, the more women can be like, Oh yeah. Yeah. I felt that way too. And I can, I can move forward from that or I can, you know, I can do these things and it's important to share. Absolutely. And just keep searching. Like if the Mm. first place didn't feel like home, then it's not. And just keep searching until you find it because it's out there. Awesome. Yeah. So, so true. Cause it is out there. We just have to keep looking. Yeah.